0: It's one of those things like all right, we're going to give you this. It's it's literally unfuckable. Please don't <laughs> fuck it up.
1: <laughs> I don't think in Japan they understand the phrasing of unfuckable.
0: Un <laughs> <laughs> true true. That, well, okay. You you make a fair point. I've seen that. I've read enough to know you're absolutely right. There's no such thing as unfuckable in Japan. <laughs> And Welcome to Anime Club, After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture-related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, we have our czar of source material, John. Oh my god, I
2: just realized, the show's not gonna be on tonight, so who's yes. gonna make the super crazy, like,
0: intro? I I don't know, how about our fucking poser extraordinaire, Natai? <laughs> oh my god, he's drowning! What the hell? How is he drowning? <laughs> quick how does one say police in hebrew i'm dying oh, oh god all right now that that's uh, do you need a moment i'm good keep going keep going okay well while he's over in the corner dying um we have gotten together tonight to talk about something that, you know, I guess you could say has been talked about over the last uh, anime season or so. And that is this idea of anime switching studios in uh, in between their runs. We're not talking about, like, anime that, you know, get remade or uh, something like what happened with, um, like, Berserk. Uh, back in what 2016, because we don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but no, we're talking about anime that we're, they'll have a season, then they'll go away for a little while, and they'll come back with a second season, but a new studio. Um, and there's uh, more examples of that throughout the history of anime than you might think. Now, we're not going to talk about all of them tonight, but we have picked out a few of them that we wanted to talk about, and whether they were actually good, bad, or they didn't really make much of a difference in the course of uh, the anime getting made. Um, Probably one of the reasons that we wanted to talk about this is because uh, currently airing, at least as of the time of recording this, during the winter 2021 season, um, there's two anime that are airing that have changed studios for this season that people are talking about. The biggest one, obviously, is Attack on Titan, um, it changed from Studio Wit, which did the first three seasons um, from 2013 to 2019, and is now being done by Studio Mappa. Um, Natai, I know you're watching it.
1: Oh, it's fucking great, bro.
0: <laughs> I know, but it, the amazing thing to me is just how v, like vocal... A lot of people were at the beginning of this final season of Attack on Titan when the studio change happened. Like from what I've been yeah. able to tell, I haven't sat down and actually watched the whole thing yet. But from looking at certain clips and like uh, like preview art and stuff, I like, I can definitely tell there's been a studio change because the art style is very different.
1: Yeah, you can tell it's a different studio. At least something changed between the season. Like the art style is not too different. I mean, I think it also like the character designs changed, but that's like proper for the source material as well but that doesn't matter but you do notice it when you like tr- like start to scrutinize the animation itself and the cg itself because it's r- way different to- from what studio wit uh, had to offer in the previous seasons and uh, very very much akin to shows like doro e doro which uh, map also did in terms of the mm. cgi quality but it's very much apparent it's like okay something changed behind the scenes and that whole story with the change in studio is Interesting because we talked about it a few times before, but Studio Wind, was—they were working like as a as like a contract studio. They weren't part of the production committee for Attack on Titan, so they were just laboring over this fucking show for ages. And they wouldn't get paid, like you know, like if the Blu-ray sales were like big, and they were because it's Attack on Titan, they weren't weren't really see any cut of that whole stream of revenue. Um, so after season three they were like yeah we're done so mappa <laughs> took it upon themselves to like continue working on it it seems uh but from yeah, what you i understand can tell,
0: though like yeah when, from what i understand yeah. it was like slowly bankrupting the studio them working on this like reading interviews
1: with some of the staff it's kind of like it's it's really depressing because they were just working on it like the day before like Sending an episode out, they were just working on it, working on it, like, day and night without getting to sleep. It's, it's like, I I can't remember which interview was it, where some, like, a producer or something said, yeah, walking into the studio is, like, walking into a war war field or something, like, like a war zone. People just, Mm -hmm. like, slipping under the desk and eating just fucking energy bars between, like, working on frames and stuff. It's kind of depressing.
0: Yeah. And that is depressing. I mean, it's it's probably not even a unique story in the anime industry either, which is probably more sad. Um, yeah. But I think that a lot of the people that worked on it at Studio Wit didn't necessarily want to stop working on it. But they just felt they had to.
1: He was killing this, yes, so, Im- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the impression that I got because there was a lot of people who seemed really committed to like the story of Attack on Titan and they really liked the source material. It's just like they couldn't financially justify keeping it going, Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is sad, like I say, it's this is probably not a unique story in the anime industry, um, it's probably not. But
1: like the switch, the studio switching, I think is kind of a big deal because like Wit was sort of founded as like. Yeah, we're gonna make Attack on Titan. It was that was their big show that they were mm. formed to like create? They were, like, they were like a subsidiary studio of Production Ig that were made specifically for Attack on Titan. Um, so like, it is a big deal. But like, so far, I'm having a great time with this new season. I think MAPPA is doing a great job. Like, I don't think the quality of the show uh, declined because of the ch- because of the uh, the changing studios. Like, they're they're doing a good job yeah. with it.
0: I will say, like the fan reaction at the beginning of the season, or when it first started airing, rather, is was entertaining, at least to oh, me. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah, people just buttered over nothing.
0: Yeah, John's being very quiet over there.
2: <laughs> well, mainly because like what hasn't been said. Um, it's made the news just because like <laughs> the toxic fan base, right? Sending death threats and stuff. Like, <laughs>
0: Who would have thought that Attack on Titan had a toxic fan base? Am I right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like it's full edgy teenagers.
2: And I I haven't seen the new season either, where Mappa took over. Um, that's not true. I have saw the first two episodes, and uh, I hated the CG. Holy crap! <laughs> um, but the CG in the show was always bad, anyways. So I, I yeah, really let's, not, they, let's not let's ourselves to be fair. Like, the like even
0: in Studio Wit still didn't do a great job with the CG. Like some of the times, yeah. they look way more comical than scary.
2: And I think that um. I don't mind it very much with the art style change because like Natai says, in this certain area of the story, the art style already changed. So it's not like it's a huge difference. So I don't think they could have picked a better time to do it. Uh, I just wish people would stop being so asinine about the whole wit superiority over Mappa. Like Mappa's giving it their, they're giving it a shot, dude. At least you have an adaptation. It's not just fucking floating forever. And then it'll come out five years later half as good as what you're getting right now, dude. Come on. True. And you're getting it's closure. Worth, it's, worth
0: pointing out, it's worth pointing out that Map has been killing it over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, is not a bad studio like at all. I don't think that they're half-assing it like some online warriors are saying that's happening. Mm. These keyboard People warriors. People are saying that? don't don't go to the uh the subreddits dude No, they're, I'm not on
1: Twitter so like I honestly like uh, try to like stay out of that discourse, you know. That's
2: why I'm actually I, internet really assholes asking. have got asshole opinions, who would have thought? So Yeah,
0: <laughs> who would have thought internet <laughs> assholes are assholes. Yeah,
2: like they were, someone was nitpicking a uh, CGC and they're like, "Oh, it's obvious that Mappa half-assed this." And I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> They've been <laughs> Shut giving the it the their up. all like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, but. even even for me, like, I, I haven't sat down to watch this yet because I, we are going to eventually do a uh, spoiler cast for the final season, and I'm going to be forced to be on it against my fucking will. Uh, <laughs> please, someone rescue me. Um, but I, even as someone who's not invested in the story of Attack on Titan, I'm like, dude, just give it a chance. I mean, it may not be the same, but that doesn't mean it's going to look like shit
1: just fucking japanese cartoon people what the fuck
0: yeah um moving on to something else that is also airing this season that i am watching and i think john has read um quintessential quintuplets yeah um i like the first season a lot um i'm not a huge fan of like harem anime but i actually genuinely like this because i thought that the characters were fun and interesting. Um, Also the first season back in 2019 was done by Tezuka productions. um, And it had an art style that was very reminiscent of the manga. And if I could describe that in one word, it's thick. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I, I watched a little bit of the first season and I read, I, I haven't completely read the manga (laughs) because there's like two different versions which I don't understand what? why and anyway, it doesn't matter. Also, point is, also
0: the I, I know that the manga isn't actually called quintessential quintuplets either. It has a different uh like English translation to its title. Like Yeah, it's five, like 5 wives something. Yeah, five brides something. I don't know.
2: Yeah. And anyway, point is um I I've seen the art from season one to season two and oh my god. Oh, it's bad, dude. <laughs> like, like
0: so the, the whole thing with like I love the fact that they stayed with the the style of the manga in the first season because the fucking girls look like you think actual girls would look like they have realistic body proportions. Yeah, yeah, they got big tits, but I mean, those big tits are on bodies that look like nothing they can support Nothing wrong with that, them. buddy. No, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but they actually look like they were on bodies that could support them, and now they all look fucking anorexic with giant tits.
1: Well, was it a few nights ago, Alex, you and I were call, and I was like, no, no, no. You need to look at these fucking posters. In this poster, they look thick. And in this poster, they're not.
0: I, Yes. <laughs> and I was right. I showed it to you. I was right. Yeah. It's, uh, Just,
2: uh, it's unfortunate because let's not kid ourselves. The main draw to quintessential quintuplets is the art. Right, the assets, the, the plot, assets, the assets, and the plot. Okay, a mm-hmm. very thick, curvy plot. So, for them to change studios and bibbery going, you know what? We're just gonna make it look like typical slender shoujo manga stuff. And I'm like,
0: why? No yeah, one why, wants Why this. would you do that? You had a good thing going. Also, uh, the the. English translation of the manga's title is The Five Wedded Brides.
1: Yeah. I heard, oh, I heard Go, something else. Gobun
0: I Hanayome something. That's all I remember. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I heard uh, five wetted brides.
0: Wetted. Oh. Wet. <laughs> moist. Five moist brides.
2: Yeah, and this is just one of the, like... I, I can understand everyone's outrage. <laughs> Everyone, including the five other fans of this show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's popular for the waifus because it's a harem. It's a waifu simulator thing. And, yeah, it's kind of just trash. So no one should really care about it. But I don't know. It's just it's so if your entire fan base has been attracted. Like 90% of your fan base is here because they thought the girls were thick. Right? <laughs> And then you go to a studio where they're not thick. I don't know how you're gonna draw more fans in because yeah, what you were doing was working, and the story of Five Hanayome is not actually that great anyway. It's a harem, I mean, dude.
0: I mean, yeah, fair to, to be to to be fair to the, the the studio that's making the second season, which is Biburi Animation Studios. Like they're still adapting the manga well, it just looks like shit. Like story-wise, I think they're adapting the manga pretty well. It just I can't uh it, it's the most distracted I've ever been by a studio change, I think. Um espe- well, especially an art style change. Yeah. I just uh it it, it bothers me so much cuz I actually genuinely enjoy enjoyed the first season of Quintessential Quintuplets and it's it's a shame that it came to this. All
2: right, uh, my dude. Yeah, RIP. Well, uh I want to bring up um obviously another like anime that was super big a couple years ago, uh, One Punch Man,
0: right? Mm. So
2: Season one of One Punch Man was done by Madhouse, and we all know it, right? It was a huge Ooh. meme. Everyone fucking loved it, how stupid and ridiculous it was, and how- When we
0: first started doing the podcast, that was the big anime when it happened, and like, almost every and episode of the podcast, we were we were talking about something to do with One Punch Man. Yeah, because it first, was like giant, four or five dude. Episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was The production value
2: whatever. on just the, the first episode alone is so fucking high and superior, and- Unfortunately, our season two that we got was given to JC Staff, um, in 2019, and oh, God, it it looks bad. Like, don't get me wrong; it's just like Studio Mappa. They were given this uh show, and they're like, "Hey, uh, so the first studio doesn't want to do it anymore. Uh, you do it, cause the people want it, and we want money." Mm. And JC Staff was like, "Okay, then." Um, and they, I think that they didn't phone it in, and they did try like. If you watch the the opening for season 2 of One Punch Man, it's like reminiscent of Madhouse's style. Mm. It's just that mm. they didn't keep the character designs and style from that throughout the show. It wasn't consistent at all. And I mean, uh, uh, that was just a giant turnoff to the show series because the biggest like intrigue was look at how crazily overproduced the show is for such a show about nothing, right? <laughs> like <laughs> It's, nah, about a guy it's
1: insane who... what they do with season one, yeah.
0: Well, I like I, I, I honestly think that the entire thing with Madhouse doing the first season of one punch man, that, that was like an animator's flex, right? It's like look what <laughs> we much, can yeah. fucking do. Neener, neener, neener Yeah, <laughs> um, so, so the whole thing they, with like, that JC... was like
1: the No keep it.
0: I was going to say, no, I, I don't want to, like, poo-poo J C staff too much because I want to give you guys a little taste of what they were what they had their hands in when they actually made One Punch Man Season 2. They were two. Um Now, this is back in 2009. They came out with a lot of anime in or 2000, 2019. Uh, they came out with a lot of anime in 2019. But while they were working on this, they were working on Angels of Death, High Score Girl, uh, Certain Magical Index Season 3, Data Live Season 3. Uh, Demon Girl Next Door, uh, the Accelerator anime, uh, that fucking MILF mother isekai. Uh, yeah. The second Milf season Sikai. of Don Machi, the fourth season of uh, Food Wars, and the <laughs> third season of Railgun. That's 10 anime they were working on, all uh, concurrent with One Punch Man season 2.
2: Yeah, and I don't fault them for not being able to have the resources to make it as good as season one. Mm. Plus like, you know, it's a different studio. They've got different artists and stuff, dude. Like you can't expect too much. Um, I I thought it was, it wasn't great, but I didn't hate it. Uh, The sound design was still the same. So who, I didn't care too much about how badly it was drawn, but yeah, it's when, when one of the biggest draw to your show is the animation quality maybe don't drop it on a studio and tell them just to fucking get it done. That yeah. doesn't usually I mean, work out well.
1: Because the whole story with like, the first season was how much the, like, the director was, like, super connected. He brought on all of these different animators from different studios. And yeah. when they didn't have that at JC Staff, it's like, well, what do you really expect them to do? They don't really have access to all of that fucking networking they did back in season one, you know?
2: Yeah, like season one was not only an anime flex, but it was a passion project because they're like, "Yo, we fucking love One Punch Man." Then J C yeah. Staff gets dropped it, and it's like, "Hey, just make a season two because it sells." Like, yeah, I mean, it probably I did. Feel, I feel
0: bad though because <laughs> J C Staff was really overloaded for like an eighteen month period between twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, like I, I don't know how how they how else they could have done it, considering this was dropped in their lap, uh, but. I I think they tried, like you say. I I don't feel like they half-assed it. I think they did the best they could with what they were given.
2: Yeah, and it's just unfortunate because again, I, even me, I was drawn in by the super amazing art style and superly really overproduced anime like animation of season 1. So it's very unfortunate that this happened, but I mean, as we know, Madhouse is pretty well known for just dropping their shit and then another studio's got to pick it up because yeah. this also happened to The Irregular and Magic High, which just aired last year in 2020, the season two. So, Madhouse in 2014 produced this anime and did it, and I, they did a great job. I liked it personally. Like, would I call it anime of the year style? Like, no, not really, but it's Madhouse. You know, they, one thing we know about Madhouse is, man, they overly produce everything. <laughs> Right, it looks season. good for one season, uh, and everyone loved it. It it really boosted the sales for the the uh, light novels. Like, God, it it went from like rank fourteen to like rank five or something on the charts. So it it worked, Boost. right? Who would have thought? And, uh, and then six years later, we get a second season adaptation dropping, and it's by Studio Eight Bit. Now, Eight Bit, I personally I like them. They're ex Madhouse employees, and they're. At least really? from what I've seen, uh, yeah, they're ex-Madhouse. So, from what I've seen with uh, Slime Tensei Season 1 and concurrently right now airing Season 2, 8-Bit is a good studio. They put it in a lot of effort and they can have great animation and stuff like that. Uh, comparing Season 1 and Season 2 of Magic High, Season 2 is definitely not as well produced. And I don't know if that's because there is a time constraint where they, they finally, they were the ones who got shafted with the, you need to make the season two because we need to sell more of the light novel or something. Like, I wish I did a little bit more research on why it even happened. Maybe if someone out there knows, you know, let us know. I would love to know, but all I know is 8Bit tried their best, and a big complaint about Magic High season two was, oh, it doesn't look as good as season one. I'm like, yeah, because it's a different studio, dude. Like, they tried, dude. They I, They didn't half ass it, man. They tried. They tried their best to make it look good and make the story flow. And I'm sorry that people online take offense to that.
0: That six year gap, though. Yeah, fucking six year (laughs) gap. But again, that's becoming like a trend, though. Like, there's so many anime that have been around or were around a long time ago that every, like, we're all of a sudden like, hey, you want a new season? Here it is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah only like in
1: the past like few, very recent years it, we've been getting these sort of like revival sort of second seasons or whatever to shows from like 10 years ago or whatever I mean, but less than 10 years ago but you know it's, it's kind of strange I, every now and then you'll get announcements like second season of that game that was like ages ago
0: I'm even more surprised when it ends up being the same studio working on it after so many years yeah uh but yeah, I I, I haven't seen the regular Magic Eyes, so I can't really yeah, speak I mean, to it. I can say that 8 yeah. Bit is not a bad studio, though. No,
1: they make good stuff. They're
2: great. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised either of you watched it because it's it's kind of bad. <laughs> <Is it> like, <laughs> I don't Live think Novo it's
1: trash. Bad. Is that it? Yeah,
2: it's not. It's it's overpowered yes. MC trash and giant hints um, of incest. Um, Alex, you oh, might like it actually.
0: <laughs> actually, if it's got incest in it, I might like it. No, please God damn don't. It. i do like incest well
2: (laughs) speaking of other studios that uh dropped their animation and gave it to a different studio and then can we can we talk about seven deadly sins real fast because i just i just watched it on netflix like a couple weeks ago because i remember you know alex alex you've been always talking about how Man, Studio Dean has fucked up Seven Deadly Sins, and I was just like, it can't be that bad, dude. It can't be. I remember you showed me the fight, and I was like, okay, it's pretty bad. So then I was just like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rewatch Seven Deadly Sins on Netflix because they have all the seasons for whatever reason, so I'm just going to watch it. And then I got to the first episode that Dean took over. Holy shit, is it bad? (laughs) Yes, it is. Now, uh, season one and two were made by A1.
0: Mm-hmm. they also did a um i think uh,
2: a four a part ova
0: oh yeah the four part ova didn't they also do like or maybe that may have been a compilation movie i don't know
2: i don't remember no it's an OVA. at least game, i, think. I I'm pretty i'm pretty sure a1 did the four part ova okay yeah i know they two. did
0: that i just i for some reason I seem to remember them doing a movie but that may have actually been a compilation movie of the ovas mm-hmm. yeah I think and
2: about it. a1 fantastic job dude like it was great. I enjoyed watching it. It got me into the manga first and foremost, so it did its job as an anime production. It got me interested in the source material. And then um, I got to the first episode, dude,
0: of Studio Dean Seven Deadly Sins. It's so bad! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you think if it was just that fight, I mean, yeah, it's one of the most epic fights in the entire story, but if it was just that fight that looked bad, the Eskador fight, like, I could have I let it go. But it's not. It's yeah. The whole thing looks like shit. Like Dean
2: at one point was saving anime and it just seems recently they are killing anime. <laughs> Dean
0: was saving anime and now Dean needs to be fucking saved.
1: That, that golden <laughs> time of Dean being the saviors of anime man, that was, seems so long ago. Yeah, right? It does. <laughs> <Golden> <laughs> like Dean 2016, hour. 2017
0: Dean? Perfect. Perfect. 2019, 2020 Dean? No nope. good.
2: Yeah, and in my opinion, this isn't just like an artistic style change and a studio got shafted change. This was a whole... Dean didn't know what the fuck they were trying to do, but they did know that they wanted to try to keep it similar, but also not. Because a lot of the fight scenes have a lot of, like, action sequences. and A lot of the action sequences have a lot of frames in them, right, when we watch season one mm-hmm. and season two. Yeah. Now, in season three, they're like, you know what? We've, we don't have that big of a budget, and we don't want to spend that much money on it. So season three, we're just going to overlay the three same, like, poses and call that an action scene. Oh, like, really? Yes. Like, it's DBZ levels of there's three actual frames being repeated over each other fa- very fast. And that's your action sequence. I'm like, am I back in 1990? Like, what the shit, dude?
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, bad for, I, like, we talked about it right before we started recording, but, like, they were given, like, less than six months to work on this. They were kind of just literally dropped on them, and they are like, just make it work. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And...
0: <laughs> They're given the, the, the Obsidian treatment. Bethesda, hey, we got this game called Fallout. Why don't you make a sequel? Okay, how long we got? 16 months.
2: Yeah. And nice. it's just very unfortunate when studios are just hey, get get a show just dropped on their laps and they're just like just fucking do it, just go for it. Yeah, <laughs> and it turns out so bad. Now I don't, I don't know about want to the say newest that season
0: team is half assing it, but I, don't
2: know. I haven't seen anything from the newest season yet. So they've had longer to produce the newer season. That's true. So maybe it's better. Who knows? I haven't. I haven't the I'm shot. so scared, man. I'm scared. <laughs> me too. Me. It's
0: like Pandora's box, right? I, I can't. I can tell you <laughs> that, I, I, although I, ha- I don't own it, I have seen like clips from the Blu-ray releases of the third season, which is the first one that Studio Dean worked on, mm-hmm. and they did actually go back and clean up some of the animation uh, for the Blu-ray release. But does it look good? It looks better. I still wouldn't say it looks good, but at least they're trying Ooh. to make it look better. At least they realized they fucked it up a little bit, and they're trying to fix it. Okay. Now, that's why I don't want to say that they half-assed it, because it does actually seem, at least with the home video release, they are trying to fix it a little bit.
2: So, and then this, this brings me to another Dean picked up the adaptation, but they didn't fuck it. Uh, Log Horizon. So, Log Horizon Season 1 was done by Satellite, and then season two onward was done by Dean. And recently season three is airing right now, actually, which is crazy because mm. it's been like, I don't know, five years, four or five yeah, years. It's been a while. And it's been, it's been a long time. And honestly, I don't think Dean did a bad job transitioning to season two and onward. Like, to be fair, Log Horizon is more about like dialogue and like political stuff and just like world building. It's not very big into action compared to like something like i don't know Overlord or Berserk or something right where the main selling point is kind of the action um i don't know Overlord to me never that's a bad example Berserk though <laughs> completely it's all about Berserk the action. That's, that's all we care about so <laughs>
0: <laughs> Overlord is all about the
2: i just Sasanai didn't want to shit Sama. well i just didn't want to shit on Dean too much because again there here's an adaptation where when they took over it wasn't that bad. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Dean's character models look rounder. They don't look as sharp and as good as the mm-hmm. first studio, which was SateLight. Um,
0: is it but, SateLight or Satellite? I've never been. I able to don't know, know, man. It's probably I Satellite. Well, I and I'm just it, I was calling like, it Satellite
2: because I'm racist. I, but I feel
0: like <laughs> I feel like it's it's probably Satellite. But the people who came up with the name didn't know how to spell Satellite in English. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's a very big... I'm going to call it Light because that's how you're supposed to pronounce it depending on how they spelled it. <laughs> okay? Okay. Uh, Now I feel stupid because it's obviously Satellite, right? <laughs> it has to be Satellite. I don't know, I man. So. Just
0: go with the joke. Go with the joke. Right.
2: Studio Studio uh did a fantastic <laughs> job with Season 1 with Log Horizon. But again, it's more about the dialogue and the monologues and just kind of getting to know the world in Season 1, like the first arc of this story of log horizon. So it, there wasn't that much that Dean needed to improve upon or keep running. Cause again, it's not very fancy in it's combat sequences. It's not very um, heavy into background. So honestly, <laughs> as long as it didn't cost too much resource, Dean doesn't do a bad job.
0: <laughs> <I> <laughs> as mean, terrible yeah. as
2: that is to say, but it seems like that's kind of how it is.
0: It's one of those things like, Alright, we're gonna give you this. It's it's literally unfuck upable. Please don't <laughs> fuck it up.
1: I don't think in Japan they understand the phrasing of unfuckable.
2: Un <laughs> <laughs> true. True. That,
0: well, okay. You you make a fair point. I've seen it, I've read enough to <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. There's no such thing as unfuckable in Japan. <laughs>
2: For my last bit of Dean knowledge, let's talk a little bit about the Fate series, because holy shit, Fate Stay Night by Studio Dean, it it turned me off to the entire Fate series, and I still don't care about it because of Studio Dean's adaptation.
1: <laughs> so, so what was wrong with it aside like aside from the memes of like the CGI dragon and people keep bring, talking about? What was actually bad about that adaptation?
0: Because people they're die when they are killed. The time. Okay,
2: Thank we've you. got a lot of classic memes from Fate Stay Night. Where uh, this is a guy's name Shiro. Is that
0: the fucking, fucking dude's name? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about the men in
2: Fate Stay Night? We don't. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's. It's just because the. It looks bad. It's badly like. I don't know when I compare it to how the new studio Ufotable it looks really shit-like. Like, I don't think the uh, visual novels themselves even look that great for well, the let, Fate series. Well, let's be fair. Compared yeah, to it's a visual
0: novel. Yeah, well, to be fair, most anime in general looks shit compared to most of the stuff Ufotable puts out. And
2: and this is the True. weird thing. Like, people say Fate stay the Fate series was ruined by Dean, but I'm like, but the source material wasn't that much better anyway. And it wasn't until Ufotable picked it up and did Fate Zero... And then Unlimited Blade Works that people realize, like, oh, the Fate series is actually action-packed and full of really cool action sequences and shit. I'm like, yeah, that's because it's uf- ufotable,
0: dude. <laughs> like, yeah the, the thing, when people try to compare it to its source material, I always laugh because, like, the source material is hentai.
2: The source material is garbage. It's fucking actually?
0: porn. The source material is fucking porn.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a me. story, but it's basically porn. It's like the people who defend Rant's quest, but whatever. We're not going to talk about that. Maybe on a later episode, we'll review some stuff. But um, for now, I just <laughs> wanted to talk about how Studio Dean ruined the Fate series for a lot of people because you watch it, and not only is it just like just badly drawn and all that stuff, but it's just it's bad acting, voice acting for one, and their directing for it as well was a, just a piss poor choice. Like I. I get that it's a visual novel that doesn't have too much of uh, like direction to go in because it is fucking get the H route, get the titties. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, as an anime goes, for at least for 2006, it's very subpar. Like, there are so many other anime out there that felt exactly the same, had the same type of art style. And honestly, the only reason we complain about it is because. It just wasn't amazing compared to what we have now with Fate Zero and Unlimited Blade Works. That's how I feel about it. Because holy shit, man. Ufotable. Fate Zero well, battle scenes. Whew.
0: Going back to Studio Dean for a second, it also seems like, at least with that adaptation, um, they were just trying to cash in on the rising popularity of the visual novel, the, the Fate visual novels, and they didn't really... Understand or care about what the visual novels were actually about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which again, I don't know
2: because they had a lot of freedom to choose how they wanted to play out the routes, and they chose poorly <laughs> to showcase. Well, like... sure they should
0: have just—they should have just put actual sex scenes in it. It would have been better.
2: Well, because they they kept it very tame, right? The Fate Stay Night anime—it just felt mm. like another anime. Like it was not very much different from any other. Here's your MC guy who for some reason has some special power or something. Here's the magical girl that he accidentally summons and now needs to protect him because he's special for whatever reason. Like it's very 2006 era harem like girl falls into your life anime simulator. I like oh, yeah. how you say it's mm-hmm. tame,
0: though, because it was very tame, even from back then. But then you have, I think it was Studio Shaft that came in and picked up the Ilya re- route or whatever, <laughs> and it's literally just lowly
2: lesbians. Oh, my <laughs> Listen, God. Yeah, it's oh, it's completely different. <laughs> like, But, see, again, very dynamic series, porn series, the Fate series, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, Fate and- is literally just porn. Like, literally, just make your anime adaptations porn. It's fine. It's fine. We get it. We get it.
2: <laughs> but my point is just that I don't think Dean knew what they were doing because they were just trying to make some extra money on the side. Because
0: yeah, I think they were just really trying to cash in on the popularity of the light novel. Or uh, light, the visual novel. visual
2: novel, yeah. And I'd agree with that. And eh, that that sucks, but eh, at least Infotable got to work on it. And now everyone loves fate. So who cares? But
0: we we don't get to talk. We don't get to stop talking about Studio D because we are not going to end this without talking about Initial D.
2: Okay. Oh god. And how Here D fucking go.
0: ruined something that was so good. All right, all right, you kids.
2: Memes aside, the '90s Eurobeat intensify memes <laughs> weren't just a meme. At some point, it was also very popular in anime, specifically in anime called Initial D. It was real to me, John. <laughs> I was now, running
1: in the 90s, John. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now we're going to be running in the 90s. Deja vu. I felt like I've just been in this place before. Mm. Higher on the streets.
1: You know it's your time to go.
0: <laughs> Calling you. <laughs> 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 gas, gas, gas. <laughs> streets of fire. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I can hear everyone turning this off right now. I know everyone. Yeah,
2: they turned <laughs> off. They're all at gone this now. Fucking <laughs> Eurobeat intensifies. Euro but, okay. but
0: no, Initial D has been like a, It's been like the, the the street corner whore of anime because it's been passed around to so many different studios. That's
1: that's a very aggressive description, Alex. I mean,
0: it's an app description. Look how many studios it's been through, and Dean wasn't the only one. Yeah, literally
2: every season of uh, Initial D has a different studio. <laughs> so,
0: do we know
1: why? Was it, like, just a, a thing they did? Or was it, like, when I looked through, like, the studios that made it, I, I couldn't find any reason for it to, like...
0: I wish I knew, know? but I don't have a clue as to why it got passed around as much as it did. Um, So, I know
2: that because Season 1 by Studio Comet, it didn't do very well, because who would watch an anime really? about race cars racing, like... That don't have Raise super good his
0: fucking hand.
2: <laughs> okay, but old people like Alex aside, right? Who else would want to watch <laughs> <laughs> bad CGI cars just kinda like they turn sideways and then the background blurs into like <laughs> a blurry CGI mess and then I recently rewatched Initial D like a couple years ago and season one is so hammed up. It's so corny. It's so 90s. And Isn't that a positive I love it. though?
1: That sounds like a good I,
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, but I know why they didn't want to continue it because they're like, all right, this show costs us a lot of money and we're not making very much money back. So mm-hmm. who else wants it? And, you know, enter second stage or season two.
0: It's also worth mentioning that the the manga that it's based off of is super popular. It always was.
2: Yeah. So the yeah. manga itself, Initial D, was very popular, but the anime itself
0: is kind. Of, it was a hit iffy it, to say the the best.
2: I wanted Let's to say hit it's best. hit or miss for people, but I mean, basically, if you're I think not in the cult following, though. Oh, giant cult following because a lot of the people, a lot of Westerners, for example who are into cars. I guarantee you they know what initial D is. That's why I know yeah, what yeah. initial D is. <laughs> the memes, dude, the cars. Like it was really cool because for like JDM heads, for example, like JDM is james- uh, Japanese Domestic Motors and um anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not a car boy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> lies, lies. I'm a motorcycle head now. I'm I'm about <laughs> MotoGP. Anyway, point is, uh cars have always had a like Kind of a a niche following, and Initial D kind of hits that where it's a cross between real life niche hobbies and also anime. And (laughs) Initial D, honestly, if it didn't have the eurobeat music, it would not be as popular as an anime as it is now. Because (laughs) the manga is actually super cool and super serious, and it's just about cars and drifting. So a lot of people, like in Japan for example, are super into drifting, right? And And super into cars, so it worked very well there. But how does that translate into an anime? And I feel like season one was very hammed up because of that. But then in comes Pastel with season two, and they just they went full tilt into the whole. We're just gonna make it hella mimi, right? Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was just super mimi, and they just were like leaning into. We're just gonna focus on look at these hot cars, how cool they are. Here are the specs, <laughs> and also Eurobeat. Intense Eurobeat music. and They just leaned into it and they embraced it, and that's what cr- created the cult classic that we know now as Initial D.
0: And then in 2001, Studio Dean took a massive steaming shit all over it.
2: Yeah. Uh, we don't talk about third stage. Third stage doesn't exist. Um, First of all, on. it's
0: a movie, it's not even a fucking season.
2: <laughs> yeah. There was what, problem that number just one. Shit animation? Was that it? Just like the animation
0: this was? Animation is or... terrible. Mm. so
2: what happened is they tried to make initial d which kind of defies physics and stuff and the cool like Well look at he's kansai drifting and what he's using the gutter he's drifting in the gutter to gain speed <laughs> the crazy shit that happens in anime and manga surprisingly does not translate to real life at all <laughs> who would have thought so, Studio Dean makes a live-action movie, and they try to they add in like a lot of effects and stuff. Where like a live-action movie. It's a live-action.
0: Uh, it's partially live-action. It's
2: live-action.
0: Whoa, whoa, they, whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, let me look this up. Keep they right.
2: tried their best to to make it more grounded in reality, but that was their that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Who would have thought that I didn't want to see reality in my anime? Who would have thunk? And then we're going to talk about Fourth Stage by Studio ACGT in 2004. Great. I love Fourth Stage. It looks really good. They updated the graphics. The cars look sick as ever. And apparently uh, there was a fifth studio, Synergy SP, in 2012.
0: I don't know anything about this, so... Yeah, I, I never watched it, so I can't really speak to it. But like, I'm
1: go- I was going off Mal while going through this, like, while I was wrote the doc. I, I haven't watched Initial D, so like, I don't really know about it much. But Mal said there's a fifth stage apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, like I said, I haven't watched it. It did come out in 2012, so I can't speak to it. But yeah, the the uh, fourth stage was halfway decent. Like, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, fourth
2: stage really found its peak of like, right, they've updated how the graphics look, so it's not so dated anymore, because it's been like, what, that's six years between the uh, uh, yeah, first from stage? 90,
0: yeah, from 98 to 2004.
2: So they've up- updated how it looks, it looks a lot better, a lot cleaner, um, <laughs> the art doesn't look super rough anymore as well, like that's one of the problems with the first stage, is that the art is really rough. because It it's almost
0: looks like a motion comics at some points. It also has,
2: like, the art style of the manga is just also old school. And it's not very... Oh, very old school. It's not very anime, like what we know it as today. Like, it's not super uh, blobby and balloony and, like, round and cute. It's very, like... I don't want to say it was ugly. <laughs> Cause These cars not... ain't moe enough
1: for me, bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, legit. Like, it, it's a lot harder to look at old manga and anime because it's, like... A kind of uncanny valley. Like, if you think back to um, Fist of the North Star. You remember when
0: anime characters had
2: noses? You remember when anime was just, like, this weird, like, fever dream? Like, Fist of the North Star style? Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, the roots of the the art style for a lot of 90s anime. A lot of 90s manga. So... That's kind of why. But... (laughs) Every time it changed studios, I want to say it got better. Minus the whole Dean thing. We don't talk yeah, about minus the Dean the thing.
0: Dean shit. I'll have to actually go back and watch Fifth Stage, because it's, it's like I said, it's something I skipped over, but, I mean, it can't be worse than the Studio Deans.
2: <laughs> 100%. Cannot be. I don't think it can be worse than that.
0: Uh, yeah. Should we talk about a couple of, of anime that maybe the studio change didn't affect them at all? Because we've talked about ones where it was good and bad, but we really haven't talked about one where it didn't change that much.
2: So, I'll start off with Full Metal Panic then, because not a lot of people probably watch uh, Full Metal Panic. It's not very popular. It was popular at the time when it aired back in 2002. That's so hard to
0: believe. I remember watching this on fucking Toonami. I...
2: Remember watching it because my buddy had the manga for Full Metal Panic and I was reading it in middle school and I was like, yo, yo, what is this? And then I watched the anime. Like I went uh I mean I didn't go home and downloaded illegally on Limewire episodes of Full Metal Panic FBI no, channel. I did no. not do that as a little baby back in middle school. <laughs> um <laughs> so, <laughs> so Grino- Studio Studio Gonzo does the first season of Full Metal Panic and it looks rough. It's from 2002, like it's pretty dated, but it's whatever. And then it's from season... that area
1: where they like having these like growing pains of like transitioning to that style of like animation.
2: Yeah, it's where they were just coming out of the making people look human like and handsome and transitioning into more of a moe blob form, at mm. least to what we know as it as it is today. So uh, Gonzo does season one, and then Fumofu, which is. Technically, season two, I guess it's not really. I don't know. It's which like what well,
0: we know, what's known as the superior Full Metal Panic.
2: I like Fumofu <laughs> so much better than because Fumofu. So in Fumofu and Beyond, uh, Full Metal Panic gets taken over by our favorite studio, KyoAni, right? Oh. Aside
1: from the Bless. like newest season that came out was last year, I think. Two, two years. No, uh, two After. years.
0: Twenty eighteen was Zebik, which is, Zebic is now fucking bankrupt. Oh god. Yeah. So
2: uh, with Ani, um, they... First of all, they made Fumofu. And Fumofu was like a fever dream because season one of Full Metal Panic was like super serious. It's like a mecha military kind of anime with a little bit of yeah. rom-com in it. Not it's, a lot. It's, like,
0: it's got that fish out of water thing because the main character is forced to like be a civilian. <laughs> and he's like yeah. raised as a soldier.
2: So, uh, and then... Fumofu is like this fever dream where it's literally just a rom-com, and I was all for it. I fucking love rom-coms. I'm the resident shoujo lover in the podcast <laughs> group, um, and I, I fucking love Fumofu. It was super—it was a lot—so with Kyo Annie, they made everything a lot cuter. Uh, they made everything lighter, like, not only palette-wise, but, like, just story-wise. And yeah. then they made Second Raid, and Second Raid was, like, completely a 180 from Fumofu. Yeah. Oh, where really? it got super serious, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck happened here?" Like, you know that meme from Community where Donald Glover comes in with the pizza and the, like the apartment's on fire. Like, that's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, coming like, off of the second raid. <laughs> like, that's woo. pretty much it. <laughs> and, but in um, terms of
1: like animation, it was pretty much the same, right? If it was still yeah. Key, so from Annie.
2: Gonzo to Kill Annie, other than it looked better and more colorful and stuff. It, it felt the same. Like the storyline from season one was not as dark as season two. So you, I can't really say that um, the s- second studio made it darker in terms of a uh, storyline. That's just how, you know, it naturally progressed, but uh, animation wise and style wise, they kept it the same, but made it a little bit better. So I, you'll notice the change obviously, because again, it looks brighter. The, the lines are cleaner and stuff like that, but overall it's not that much of a difference like if gonzo for some reason kept full metal panic and made season two and i don't know if they would have made fumofu but at least if they made second raid or second second raid is what was that it second yep. barrage
0: no uh, that's Black raid, raid.
2: So yeah second raid
0: god a lot of people a lot of japanese second,
2: people with these weird second titles dude
0: second second barrage is the second half of uh black, black lagoon. lagoon
2: yeah i know i second raid second broad second kings whatever stop it japan stop
0: omega it. <laughs> we could omega we can just go
2: fucking omega <laughs> omega second new end <laughs> revengeance metal gear rising japanese people have weird fucking title <laughs> names dude i swear i'm gonna make we're doing an episode where we're just gonna review title names you know in the tie, we're gonna get drunk and we're just gonna review title names <laughs> we should we should
1: throw in some like names we created just to see if we can figure oh, out which one. It's going to be like
0: the title the title is my little sister can't be this cute. But she is this cute. What a <laughs> fucking lie. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this oh, god. title line from Alex.
2: Oh god. Uh That's a really good ha- impression
0: of me drunk by the way.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. We'll talk about uh Oremo too because that had a studio change, but uh, I want to talk about Spice and Wolf. Mm. So I didn't even know that season 2 had a different
0: studio. <laughs> See, as much as a fan as I am of Spice and Wolf, I didn't realize that until Natai pointed out. I assume it was Brains based for both seasons, but no, Imogen came in. I think that's how you said imagine. Imogen? I don't know. Um, I don't know,
1: man. They're Japanese.
0: Did the first season, and I think <laughs> to this day it's the only successful thing they've ever done. So, I didn't even know that they
2: had two different studios, to be honest. Uh, I do know that season 2 looks a lot better. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> like, it it's... was from the golden age of brains-based, dude. <laughs> well, that's because
2: yeah. in season one to season two, the most notable difference was the character outlines. In season two, they're more the, the colors of the main characters are more defined, so that you don't have hard lines where it's like obviously it's a character outline. So that's the only thing I mm. noticed
0: between season one and yeah. season two. That that is really the only discernible change, like just about everything else is pretty much the same. I wouldn't say there's any discernible difference in the background art for between season one and two. They both look pretty good. Um, the music is still really good. Um, yeah, I, I can't there's no really drastic uh character design changes. That's that's it. I mean the color palette is different. that's that's it. Yeah. And I mean <laughs>
2: When there's a successful like handshake like this and you don't notice and people still love it, I I feel like that's the best we can really wish for, right? Oh yeah, like, yeah if sure, it doesn't sure. obviously if it doesn't get better, like uh for example, when Brains Base stopped doing um Snafu and Feel came in and made it so much better. Yeah. So much better.
1: Yeah, Phil no- just knocked it out of the park.
2: Oh man, we didn't even talk about Snafu, but yeah, like no snafu is one of the ones where uh the studio the second studio that comes in made it better so that's have we even talked about that at all i don't oh wait no we talked a little bit about we talked
1: about snafu we talked about the studio change back when when we did the spoiler cast for season three but yeah
0: yeah yeah uh but yeah that 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 was a big difference like the first season especially the first few episodes like we talked about in that spoiler cast are really rough with Snafu. And then, but then studio or yeah, studio fuel comes in with season two, and it's like you can tell there's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, the like character
2: itself
1: is so different.
2: Well, the characters get rounder and lighter, they have better colors, like they're they're lighter, for example.
1: It's more, it feels more grounded. Also, Yui but got
0: bigger does, tits.
2: I would notice that.
0: <laughs> I did notice that her tits got a little bigger. Jesus. It's but almost that, like, like she uh, was trying to show him off to the main character. I can't imagine why.
1: <sighs> I So, m- m- like, for most of these shows, I haven't seen them. So, like, I don't have much to comment about, like, the actual anime themselves and just, like, how they transition from one season to the other. But at least for Snuff White, it was interesting seeing, aside from the animation and, and the art style being changed, like, it felt more grounded. Like, they felt more realistic quote-unquote like in terms of proportions of the character um it's like it was interesting also to see how like we mentioned before but like i was surprised by hachiman's like voice actor changing a bit how like the pitch of his voice and you can notice it notice it when you go and watch season one and then straight after that you watch season two like it's interesting to see how like small details like that can change between productions um when like there's different studios, because there's probably like different directors like directing these actors as well, taking it to yeah. different like places and stuff.
0: Yeah, and even like with yeah, the voice acting, it could be a different audio director too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: I think staffu with, was great. <laughs> great example yeah, yeah. of how a studio can take over and do a better job. Um Not a lot. I, I've realized looking through this list that there's actually not a lot of that on here. <laughs> A lot of the uh, studio changes have been more negative than they've been neutral mm. or positive. But yeah, I mean, well, hey,
0: I can I can give you. I, I don't want to end it on a, on. A, we definitely don't want to end it on this. But like a, a, a or a a example where it went from like pretty damn fun and entertaining to just absolute shit. And again, it involves studio feel. Is Degashikashi like the first season of that is just it's fun, it's light, it's entertaining and then like Tezuka Productions comes in with the sequel, their budget gets slashed like in half. So instead of having like full anime episodes, now we're having like 8-minute long shorts. Um and there's like five frames of animation per episode.
2: Yeah, and It's just, it's super shitty because when an animation studio generally swaps over to a different animation studio, Mm. it's usually not for good reasons. Yeah. Typically
0: not. I mean, sometimes there's legitimate reasons like, you know, the studio goes under or gets absorbed into some other company, um, uh, you know, or the studio's like, hey, we're really fucking swamped. Do you mind helping us out? But yeah, most of the time it's, the time not, it's like,
1: very... yeah, they're just like, they're not like, they didn't um plan ahead for like, with our projects they've been working on. Like we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about Seven Deadly Sins. That happened just because A1 Pictures were busy with SAO. When it's like, it's like, I don't blame them because SAO is big. Like, it's a moneymaker for them. But it is kind of shitty that it's like, oh, well, like, peop- I'm sure people that work there do care about Seven Deadly Sins, but it kind of like, to just kind of lift it out. Like, you just lift it up, uh What am I trying to say? It's kind of shitty that they couldn't work on it at that time, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is sad that this is the way it works out more often than not. Um, I wish it wasn't that way, but it, such is the nature of the industry. I really don't think there's anything you can do to change it. Well... Yeah, that's... Unless you guys have anything else. <laughs> no? I mean, there's a couple of things listed here we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about da-da-da-da, but, I mean... I, I've never seen it so. I, I mean <laughs> well, that's there's not, not a true. huge difference in, in the I mean Shuka was formed specifically so they could finish Dorada because Brainspace didn't want to do it
2: and um I, I said I was going to talk about Orimo where it went from AIC to A1 Um, I didn't notice a difference other than A1 made it look cuter but that's about it
0: and then they just didn't commit to the incest <laughs> We
2: don't talk about Oremo season two. Stop Not because it, it looks bad. Help. Listen, <laughs>
0: all I'm saying is if you're going to go an incest route, fucking commit.
2: <sighs> oh my God.
0: Just make the. Sequence. Thank you all out there for dropping in Anime
2: Club After Dark. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it because we sure love making it for you.
0: I don't actually remember the end script, so Alex, go ahead. Check the description below <laughs> to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. That was actually a pretty good. Uh it yeah, that was good pretty for good, the, bro. For the opening there. Oh, thank check you. Check out our check out our merch store and I feel affiliate links as well. Any purchases there do really help us out with that. I have been your host Alex, and I will see you next time. Say good night, guys. Good night, guys.
1: Good night, guys. <laughs> Just commit to the incest. Oh, no,
0: we're not
2: ending it oh, on incest. Stop it. stop
1: it. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>